What's up? It's Wit Sports Radio. I'm Vince Sion with Brianna McKay. Uh, some pretty obvious news we're going to end up talking about on this one, but we're going to start off at the top with a row in sports just like last time. So let's get into it with men's swimming. Uh, both swim teams just won their fourth consecutive NJAC title. Uh, the the Wit Sports Twitter account said people, which is us, are calling this a dynasty. It's four in a row. I don't know how you can not call it a dynasty. People on these teams have have known nothing but success since they've come to this school, and I think it's just crazy what the, what these teams how how good these teams are. Um, so for the men, they beat TCNJ, which is another NJAC team. They beat them. 161 to 139 to put them at 5 and 0, clean sweep of the NJAC for the season. They're sitting at 6 and 2 overall. And they will fa- they will swim against United States Merchant Marine Academy on Saturday at home. Uh they don't swim at home very often. Uh this may possibly be the last one of the year cuz a lot of the rest of the year is invitationals and NCIAs and stuff like that. So if you want to get out to see them at some point, this Saturday would be the time to do that. The women also, fourth consecutive NJAC title. Uh, they beat TCNJ 180 to 114, also 5 0 in the NJAC and 6 3 overall. They will also swim against U, uh, the United States Merchant Marine Academy. Same time, same place. Uh, make sure you get out and see them. For the women, uh, rookie of the, the, the NJAC Rookie of the Week, Jordan McChesney. She. Uh, had three first place finishes against TCNJ. Uh, she took first place in the hundred free, and then she was in the two medley, the two hundred medley, and the four hundred freestyle relays. That uh, both also came in first, and then she came in second place in the fifty free. Moving on to women's basketball, they beat Rutgers Camden last Wednesday, sixty-five to sixty-one, and then they beat New Jersey City University on Saturday, eighty-three to fifty-five. They're now 16-2 and two overall. Tonight, we're recording this on Wednesday. They'll actually play in 20 minutes. They play home against TCNJ. Rowan is first in the NJAC at 10-1. TCNJ is second in the NJAC at 9-2. So this is a big game for them to keep their lead in the NJAC. It's a really competitive competitive division right now. Um, and then the men's basketball team on um, not as happy of a note. They lost to Rutgers Camden uh, last Wednesday, 87 to 90, and then they lost to NJCU 79 to 81. Two close losses. Can't feel great. They're now eight and ten overall, uh, four and seven in the NJAC, which is eighth for them. Uh, go check out. Um, we put we just put up a video today. It's the first in the series. We're calling the Wit One on One News Editor. Chris Connors interviews uh, Malik Sanders for the basketball team. And uh, Malik Sanders, when he scores 20, 20 or more points, the team is 3-1. and one. So Chris seems to think that he's one of the driving forces behind success for this team. So go check out that video on uh, the WIT's YouTube channel. It's Just type in the WIT on YouTube, and then it should be, it's up on uh, thewitonline.com. You can check it out there, too. Uh, men's track. They both track teams uh, ran at the Coach Eye Open on Saturday. Men's track took one, two, and three in the 400. Uh, Jameer Beasley took first in the 200. Vincent Dell took first in the long jump. And 
The 4x400 relay and the distance relays also both came in first place. For women's track, the 4x400 and the 4x200 took third. Um, both teams will be running at the Bomber Invitational on Saturday in Ithaca. All right. That is all we have for Rowan Sports. Uh, I guess let's just get into it. Uh, Kobe Bryant, that was... I don't want to turn this into me talking about Twitter, but there's certain days where Twitter is just insane, mm-hmm. and it just feels like the entire world is on Twitter, and that was definitely one of them. The way that I found out about it, actually, was Chris Connors, who is the news editor who I was just talking about. He texted in like the, the WIT group chat. He texted. He was like, Vince, just co- did Kobe just die? And I was like, mm-hmm. I was like what could this mean? Because no, no, like no way I was thinking that he, it meant what exactly. it meant. It was crazy. How did you find out about it? I saw it, I found, found it out in the worst way. I saw it on an NBA memes page. Yikes. And I'm like, what? Like that, I, was, I was so confused. And I went, went to go look on Twitter, and Twitter was shut down. Like yeah. it crashed because of how many people are swarming there. And then it took a few hours to get the ESPN updates too because they were waiting to confirm everything. But by then, like... Everyone was reporting on it. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It was just one of the crazier. Like, it's one of those news stories where you're like, no way. Like, I was. I don't wi- think I remember a news story ever in sports ever happening like that. Like, there I don't remember been. something like as big ever happening in sports like that. No, that's the, easily the biggest news story of in probably my, my entire yeah. life. Like, I can't think of more emotional sports moments than that and everything that has followed it. And then it's like George exactly. Bush throwing out the the first pitch after 9-11. Mm-hmm. Like, those are probably the two most emotional moments in sports that I can think of right off the top of my head. Um, for me, like, I'm a Phillies fan, so Roy Halladay dying was was tough. But, like, Roy Halladay, after he retired, he wasn't in your face all the time. I don't exactly. think Kobe was in your face, but, like, you, you see Kobe all the time. You wouldn't really see Roy Halladay around a lot. And I'm from the New York area, so, like, I heard about it, but it wasn't as, like, big as a story mm-hmm. as it was in Philadelphia. Like, this was everywhere yeah and it's it's crazy like even if you're not like i wasn't like a huge kobe fan i wasn't a huge laker fan i'm not even a huge basketball fan but like kobe's one of those people that kind of like transcends reality exactly like he's barely a human you're like wow like superhumans can have having the superhumans too it's crazy and then on top of that you get the fact that there were three like three young girls on the yeah that was very sad that is the worst, just the worst news they hear about. And by this point, it's Wednesday. You're probably listening on Thursday or later on. You've seen it everywhere. All the teams are doing the tributes and everything like that. And it's super sad. And, I, like, the the healing process for everybody, especially people who are super in the NBA yes. and, like, Kobe was their role model. This is going to this is gonna be a long time. Especially, you don't think about it, but WNBA, too. He was yeah. so huge on impacting women women's basketball too and it's like he was one of those players who was ambassadors for both sides and it was even the WNBA is going to take a hit hit with this happening it's going to take a hit because his daughter was something special too exactly like she he was like as a as a quote-unquote journalist being robbed of the story that Kobe Bryant's daughter is the best player in WNBA history that would have been a great story it was like people would say to him are you upset you don't have a son to carry your legacy oh, the, the and Jimmy he, Kimmel interview I love that and he said he had his daughter who was gonna play and yeah. carry on that legacy it's just very sad yeah so like I don't want to talk about this forever it's sad everyone knows it's sad and you know it's I think it's time to start talking about more positive stuff because yes. We can only we can only get so sad about something. So, you know, 
rest in peace to Kobe and the rest of the rest of ever. I'd actually heard of the coach because I played baseball in high school. Mm-hmm. I had heard of the Juco coach because I forget what the story it was. I was like a sophomore in high school when like his name got brought up. I think someone went to like a camp he did or something or okay. they saw him at some sort of recruiting thing. But like when I saw the name, I was like, why do I know that name? And then it said who he was. And I was like, that's crazy. That's like, yeah. it's just, that's it's terrible when, you know, yeah, it's just all there's nothing sad. really else you can say about it. Well, the next thing, if you want to move on to positive things. Yeah, and Coco. Coco in the Australian o- Open. She, it's crazy to think that she's, what, 15? She's like 15, 16, it's something like, like that. It's like, I saw a tweet, someone's like, what were you doing at 15? Is not making to to the fourth round of the Australian Open. I can tell you I was doing at 15. I was also on the tennis team and I was <laughs> terrible. 15, I was covering the tennis team for a Jersey City Catholic yeah. school. I don't think they were doing as good. Like, I, tennis is such a hard sport to be good at and you need such a long time to like perfect your craft at it. And like she's, she's doing it at 15. It. It's insane. They had like a future matchup with her and Naomi and the fact that she beat Naomi, that was shocking. I think her next big thing, she's going to beat Serena if she, if they make it far far enough, there. I think her next big thing is gonna be Serena. Cause how old is Naomi? She's young too. Uh she's uh, nineteen, around the age of like nineteen yeah, to twenty. Yeah, it was around that age. Two children playing tennis against each other. It's crazy. They're definitely both the future of it. Yeah. It looks bright. The future. Even yeah, I like past that as um, Serena. as Serena is getting older. I mean, I don't and and Venus, and then you have like Sharapova. Like they're all. They're all they're ending. all aging. Yeah. yeah, and like you have like you can see the future for them. Like Naomi's twenty two, so she's yeah. still very young. And like you don't you look at men's and it's like, Djokovic is still pretty young, so we probably get another seven eight years out of him. Mm-hmm. But like Nadal and Federer are on the way out, because Nadal can't win anything unless it's on clay. And then Federer Federer somehow pulled out the, that miraculous win at the Australia Open after I fell asleep, but he should have had the the decency to, you know, like. And do it earlier yeah um but like i don't know i don't think there's that young group of t- like male tennis stars yeah coming no up. definitely not as big as these two are gonna be she's gonna i've one of them well naomi already won the u.s open before and i think coco's gonna win one within coco's the next been, two years coco's definitely. been sniffing around a major so i feel like i can see one coming up for her no one's made it to the fourth round like this at her age so no one's done Anything yeah, I know, 15. right? Anything she does at the age of fifteen is better than everything else and ever like anyone ever has it's done. It's like at the them age of in gymnastics, people in mm-hmm. gymnastics. It's like I don't, I don't understand. It's like when Sean Johnson, Simone Biles, uh, oh my god, Gabby Douglas, they were all like, they're like fourteen years old. I mean, probably not, but like, yeah, I forget how no. old they actually were in the Olympics, but they were all super young, like when they came on the scene and they were just dominating time exactly. after time. They're impressive. All right, then what do we have next? I want to mention Eli just a little. Yeah, let's just brush up on Eli. So last we recorded this last Wednesday. We wrapped everything up. I was going to upload the episode, and I, we get an update on our phone that Eli Manning had just retired. He retired just after we recorded, which I can't think of anything more frustrating. Uh, I don't feel like getting into the should he be in the Hall of Fame debate or not. He shouldn't, but I don't <laughs> feel like getting into the big debate right now. But, you know, as an Eagles fan, I'm going to miss watching Eli just because we owned him. I just think everyone's ups- – the only reason they're upset is because he was the only one beating Brady yeah. in the Super Bowl. Which is he just can't be – Brady just can't be the NFC East in the Super Bowl. That's all it is because Nick Foles beat him too. I know. 
He's like, just keep them out, and we're good. Yeah, I'm sure Tony Romo would have destroyed him in the Super Bowl when he got there. Had the had the Cowboys won a single playoff game the time he was there. It doesn't look like the NFC East is representing the Super Bowl anytime soon, though. Yeah, no, I don't think so, um, unless something drastic happens. But as an NFC East avid follower, I don't think we're gonna I don't think we're gonna see anything out of them for a little while. No. Um, and then we're moving on to what? The Super Bowl. Let's talk about the oh, Super Bowl. The, the Super Bowl. So. I'm a gambler. I like to gamble. Um, I gamble probably like every night now, just because it's fun and I don't have a job, and I, <laughs> I like I like having yeah. a little extra pocket change. And uh, I like I'm definitely gonna bet on the Super Bowl. I don't know. I'm just conflicted. I don't know how I'm gonna bet well, on it. I I can't bet, but I do. Like me, and my dad makes mm-hmm. like make predictions and stuff, and he keeps asking me, "Who do you have?" And I keep going back and forth. I I think. The thing that's keeping me away from the Chiefs is I don't know if Andy Reid can win that big game. That's the thing bothering me. Can Andy Reid really win that big yeah. game? Like when I when I gamble, I either go off, I'll look at strictly numbers or I'll look at everything other than numbers. Mm-hmm. So I have to like two t- like when I bet on college basketball, I'm looking at nothing but numbers. Okay. But then when I bet on something like this, I have to go with like I can't look at the numbers. I always yeah. can't because it's like Andy Reid's never won one. Is the narrative that he will never ever win one, or is that this is the year that he's going to exactly. finally win it? And that's where my dilemma is because it's basically it's the the lines at one and a half. So like people that don't follow gambling, it's the 49ers are favored. I can check. We can that. pull it up. But the lines at one and a half. So whoever the favorite is is minus one and a half. They have to win by two points, or you take the underdog at plus two or at plus one and a half, and they basically they can lose. It just has to be by. It has to be by a. They can lose by a point if it's plus one and a half. So they just have to keep it within that that spread of points. Um, so basically at this point you're just picking someone to win the game because it's football, and how often do you see two point games in football? Um. So I'm trying to see. I feel like it if looks I like I feel like if I took the Chiefs, the Chiefs are favored. They're favored. So I feel like if I took the Chiefs and they lost, I would have less. I would have less regret than if I took the 49ers and lost. That's I, how I'm looking at this. It's like how like which bet am I going to take and feel more stupid if I'm wrong? Yeah. Or like. It feels like the Chiefs are just going to, like, it's basically the Chiefs' know. offense versus the 49ers' defense. But and the I Chiefs' like, offense is so good. I like the San Francisco's offense more than I like the Chiefs' defense, though, if you ask me. Like, cause that, those that's are the, the weak, other side of the coin. Like, those are the both the weaker parts, and I feel like I would take San Fran's uh, offense versus the Chiefs' defense. But then, like, am I really counting out Patrick Mahomes? That's, that's my, that's everything he's like, done. That kid hasn't proved to us that he's a human yet. It's crazy. I he, I thought I'm gonna be honest. When I I watched that draft, I was like, "Who the heck is this guy?" I'm like, "Where where did he come from?" That's how I am half the time with drafts, other than like college basketball, because I've started to follow that a little bit. But every time they draft somebody, like I'm like, "I don't know who that is." Why am I watching the drafts? I like the NFL draft the best, so I I look into it. Did I was you see like, they're uh, they're taking players to the on stage a on a boat this year <laughs> That's in funny. Vegas? I I can't think of anything more. Someone Vegas said, and NFL than that. Someone I love said it. when the Browns, the Browns draft you, someone's jumping in. Uh, the Browns boat's <laughs> just gonna sink. Um. So I think I think I don't want to I don't want to make this decision right now. I got a few more days, but I think I'm on the Chiefs. 
Um, I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take the minus one and a half, but it's it's basically just a pick 'em at this point. Is Jimmy um, Garoppolo the biggest downfall for the 49ers? Like picking, like are you comparing him to Mahomes? Is that a problem? Because I feel like Mahomes is so much above him. I think Mahomes transcends just being the quarterback of that team. Mm-hmm. It's like I feel like everyone else, everyone else on that team walks around with this like little bit of swag. Like Patrick Mahomes is our quarterback; you can't yeah. touch us. But then you also got like Tyree Kill, who just like I saw something that like this this Super Bowl is going to be I a track meet. Like I, it's going to be the fastest Super Bowl ever. They're both the best tight ends. Tyree Kill is ridiculously fast. Oh, I thought you fast. said I don't know. I thought you were talking about Travis Kettle. Kelsey I and Greg the, Kittle. Kelsey. I didn't. I don't like Hill. <laughs> Oh I'm God. taking that back. I uh, don't like Hill that much. No, he's a bad person. Bad, bad person. But I don't I don't know why I thought you were talking about Very fast Kelsey. wide receiver. He's a very fast wide receiver and two of those two of those giant bombs at Tyreek Hill, I don't see how the 49ers call back. I like Kettle. I like him going. Yeah. He's so like But then Travis Kelsey, like They're both huge personalities. Yeah. Travis Kelsey had his own reality TV show. He deserves it. He's a he's a he's a <laughs> He had a bachelor style um TV show. That's funny. It's funny too cuz Jason Kelsey is brother on the Eagles. He's like also a huge personality, but they're the complete opposite person. Really? Yeah, it's so funny cuz like Travis Kelsey's more like a hip hop kind of guy. Like he's more like mm-hmm. young, I guess, modern and then you have Jason Kelsey, this big burly center with the giant I mean, he like they both have big beards, but Jason Kelsey has like a lumberjack beard. And he's just like this big guy, and like he's like, you know, like a country kind of guy. I don't feel like you see that with brothers in the NFL. I feel like they're so opposite. I feel like they're so the same. Like Nick Bosa and um, his brother, I feel like they're the same person. Probably, yeah. Like I think about them, they both went to Ohio State. It's like the Mm -hmm. same person. And then you have, like, you have so many brothers, like the Martin brothers from Notre Dame. I think they're basically the same person too. The McCordys. Yeah, it's like they're all they have the, the same Watts, Twitter account. The Watts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All of the Watts are the same person. You can't convince me otherwise. It's funny to hear like there's two different ones. It's just JJ Watt and different masks. That's all it is. <laughs> That's why all their names are just initials, so they can just switch them up easier. No, but the other one doesn't use his initial. Derek. That's funny. I think it's Derek. It's, it is. He's DJ. You know. Um. And then the over under in this game is fifty four and a half. Um. As a religion, I don't take unders, so I'm gonna really? bet, I'm gonna bet the over and just hope it happens. Um, it's because who? Why would you root for a bad game? Like yeah, I, I took the over last year in the Super Bowl. That was so like, boring. I, I loved it. I found it so boring. I was like, what am I watching? I see. I love chaos, and last year's Super Bowl was one of my favorite days of all time because you had the Super Bowl, and it was also the same day we found out Twenty One Savage was British. Oh, yeah, so I remember like, that. That was another one of my favorite Twitter days of all time. Much more positive one than the Kobe one. But, like, everyone on Twitter was popping off about the Super Bowl, the halftime show, because it was, like, SpongeBob at the halftime show. Yeah. And then there was 21 Savage. Oh, was, I remember that. God, I don't the, even... the Twitter content that day was fantastic. I will, that was one, That's one of my favorite Twitter days of all time. But um, I didn't even realize that was all the same all day. All the same day. But I'm going to... I, I was rooting for the, like the chaos, and like I wanted the MVP of the game to be a punter. That would have been my favorite story of all time. <laughs> Imagine, because up until like the third quarter, like <laughs> they were the just punters punting. were the ones keeping them in the game, because you, you like yeah. they had terrible field position on every drive. But I love that game. I, I don't know. It was it's just not going to be this, like no, that this it's year. It's not going to be like that at all. <laughs> that, I'm I will hoping be for like so the Chiefs Rams. I'm hoping for like that Chiefs Rams game where the the total yeah. is like two hundred. Um. I enjoyed the Patriots Chiefs playoff game the uh, mm-hmm. that year. 
I would I would the, enjoy something like that. Is that the D Ford game? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. And then what, Gronk would create like crazy in overtime. Mm-hmm. He, everything would just go into Gronk. Yeah. And I feel like it'll be a tight end heavy game. Yeah. They're both great tight ends. Yeah. I, it's either going to be Patrick Mahomes is going to overpower them with his offense. I don't see the 49ers defense being able to stop them. I don't know. I, it's not that he has to stop them. It's I don't think the 49ers defense can slow down the Chiefs offense enough for the 49ers offense to keep up. If they fall in a hole like they did versus the Texans, though, do you take – do you think uh, if the 49ers – Chiefs fall in a hole? Yeah. I, I still think they'll come back. You think, think, the, I think the Chiefs will come, come back. back, yeah. But their offense is crazy enough for that to happen. I mean, the 49ers defense is obviously better than the than the Texans defense. Yeah. But I still – I'm not counting out Patrick Mahomes, so there's zero seconds on the clock. Yeah. And then you can't – like, going back to the Andy Reid thing, I feel – he needs to win one, you know? Yeah. And then LaShawn McCoy, another awful, terrible person. But, like, also that was a weird quote from him this week. He he was at the – he's at the Super Bowl with the Chiefs. He's like, I want to retire an Eagle. Like, I heard about I don't know that. About, I don't know about other like Eagles fans, but, like, no one asked for that. I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't even know he was an Eagle. Oh, he's like, an Eagle for, like, 10 years. Um, well, I just wasn't yeah. a fan. Um. I don't like. I don't need him to retire as an eagle. I don't really care about that. Uh, just like terrible person. I'm not great at rooting for terrible people. Athletes. Yeah. Um, that's why. I, that's why I don't like Hill. Yeah. No. Bad. Bad guy. Bad guy. Uh, dropped him from my fantasy team when that happened. Really? Yeah. It was during the off season, but like my keeper could have been him or um Amari Cooper, and I was like, okay, decided it's Amari Cooper. I um I had a first pick, and um, I don't know what like placement i was at but i had like henry and it hill was still there i took henry over him that was probably a good yeah. call especially this year but he decided to stop playing the last two games and so we won't get into that <laughs> doesn't matter anymore but um i don't know i i feel like a lot of the wind got to i don't know why there's not as much hype behind this super bowl as there have been other ones i feel like it's been a long two weeks yeah, I feel like there's just been other media coverage drowning it. Yeah. I feel like definitely it was drowned. It was just hard to do for the Super Bowl, but. It's hard. It's a hard marketing Super Bowl with these two teams. I mean, like, right now they're two hot teams, but, like, I feel like you, this isn't going to be one of the Super Bowls where you bring in fans. Yeah. It's going to be, like, the fans that are, like, are going to, like. It's in Miami? It's in Miami. Um, I don't know. I'm excited about it, but I feel like people that. Don't really know football like that. Wouldn't be like, oh, I know the Chiefs and the 49ers. What is the halftime show? Uh, Shakira, right? Yeah. And J-Lo. Well, I don't even feel like that'll bring too many people in. No, I feel like... It's yeah. still going to be watched. Yeah, it's definitely going to be watched for sure. Uh, are you a commercials person? I mean, I have high expectation. I feel like they've been failing the last few years, so... I don't know. Not anymore. I'd rather watch the game. Yeah, no, I'm not really. I'd rather watch the, the game. The amount of money people pay for that. I'm in a class where we talked about that. Crazy. I was I was a marketing major for my first two years, and we talked about that all the time. It's a ridiculous amount. It's like millions of dollars per second. It's crazy. So, final pick for this game. Do you have a final pick yet? Are you still on the fence? I mean, if you What's your best score right prediction? Best score, I think it'll be. Hmm, I don't even think of that. 
I think it'll be like 35, 31, something like that. I think it's going to be a big game like that, too. I'm, I'm going to take the Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs. That's, that's official. I'll take San Fran. I'm taking so, – right, I think they good. have more balance on each side. I don't, I don't know that much about the Chiefs' defense, I'll be, on, I'll be honest. Uh, I'm just – I can't not bet on Patrick Mahomes. He hasn't let me down yet. And since the spread is so small, like it's so easy to just take them yeah. to just win. So I'm taking the Chiefs. I think it's going to be – I think someone might hit 40 in this game. Yeah. Uh, I could see a 40-something to 30-something 30 30 type game. Yeah, it was just the easiest number to get to off the top of my head. Yeah. Well, I'm betting Kansas City and the over. And if I'm right, it'll be a very fun game. So if you're rooting for a fun game – Bet yes. bet on that. Uh, if you want to be all analytical and smart, I guess look into it a little more. But the best the best version of this Super Bowl is Kansas City wins, and it's a very very high scoring game, especially Definitely. after last year's Super Definitely. Bowl. I need like a Eagles Patriots type Super Bowl. Yeah, that was exciting. That was a very exciting game, and I don't think you're going to see like there weren't there definitely aren't many Super Bowls with that much with that much offense, especially not that I can remember. Um, it's probably one of the best Super Bowls of all time, so it's hope for. I like a comeback, like the yeah. Patriots Falcon game too. Yeah, that was a nightmare every game. <laughs> that um, was a nightmare, but I like I, I like, like a, a comeback. Good, I like a good comeback. I could I can I could root for that too. All right, but we'll come back next week with a Super Bowl recap and uh, you know whatever whatever other news presents itself. Yes. And we'll see you next week. Bye.